You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number two, What is Hospitality? Featuring Sydney Becker. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallet. In the Intro to Events class, students have to show mastery of the design thinking process. Students are able to show this mastery in a variety of different ways, such as designing a training video, a game, or even a podcast. They are able to choose any topic and organize their activity in any way that they want, as long as they follow this design process. These student-created podcasts have offered so many insights into what students are thinking and experiencing that I have decided to take two Thursdays a month to feature these works of art. I hope you enjoy today's student-created podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, for this episode, I did something kind of fun. So I will be talking about the events industry, but I didn't want to just target this toward event planners, but I wanted everyone to be able to listen to it and learn something today. So... I went ahead and asked my friends and family, people that have absolutely zero experience in events at all, to send me questions that they have about event planners or the industry in general. And I actually got a lot of great questions, so I'm just going to jump right into it. Question number one, what are common skills that you need to be an event planner? So there are a lot of things that go into event planning, but I racked my brain for about three different skills that I think are really helpful to have. Number one is organization. You are going to be doing business with a lot of different people, a lot of different vendors. You're going to be talking to the client, the venue, a lot of things to think about, a lot of deadlines to meet. So if you don't meet even one or two of those deadlines, you won't get the outcome that you're hoping for or that your client is hoping for for the event. So that's why I think organization is really important. Number two, I picked dedication. So event planners kind of work when everyone else doesn't want to work. And I mean weekends, nights, holidays, working overtime, (laughs) even when we're not clocked in, every event planner is probably thinking about the event that's coming up for them. Um, So basically, when everyone else is out celebrating, having fun, we're doing the work behind all of that fun. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so you have to be really passionate about events to actually want to jump into this career. Uh, So that's why I picked dedication. And then the third skill that I thought of was customer service. It's really important that you work well with your client to give them what they want. um, Because at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about your client 110%. Um, And a lot of the marketing that happens in the events industry is spread by word of mouth. So if you have good relationships with clients, they're going to say good things about you and bring you new business. Okay, question number two. How do you decide what music to play at events? And this is kind of a fun question. I'm glad I got it because I love talking about all the little details that go into designing. So the music 
along with the other details um, that go into the event are all dependent on the event and its attendees especially. So for example, if you're planning some kind of sporting event, you will want to maybe pick rock music to pump up your fans or play some top hits that everybody's listening to. Um, but on the other end, if you're planning a banquet or a sophisticated cocktail hour, you might want to put on some smooth jazz or more classy type of music. <laughs> but yeah, the music is a big part of the design experience that your attendees walk into. So something this small actually requires more thought than one would normally think. Question number three. How do you measure the success of an event? So this is something we actually just talked about in my intro to events class. This is done by evaluations. It's super smart to send out post event evals for every event, but annual events especially. This way you can understand what the attendees didn't get out of the event and what you can do for them next time or even what parts they really enjoyed so you can keep repeating those and pleasing the attendees every time they come back to your event. Um, but another way that you can be a little bit more proactive about it is through sending pre-event surveys. This helps you get the idea of what the attendees actually want out of the event before they come. So you can see what breakout sessions they're really excited for or which ones they are not at all excited for. Uh, you can see what kinds of foods they want. Things like that can make your attendees see how personalized the event is. And question number four, do you have favorite event planners that you look to for inspiration? I don't think that I have specific planners that I look to, um, but it's definitely become a trend for event planners to post on all forms of social media about the events they're doing. And that's super fun to look through and scroll through um, when I'm on Instagram and stuff. Um, but there are also so many blogs out there that are written by event planners that are not only super helpful and full of a lot of good tips, but they're really fun to read too. But my favorite thing is when I'm scrolling through TikTok and I see event planners giving tips about planning weddings or the decor that they're using for different events. I love that. <laughs> it makes me feel a little bit less guilty about going on TikTok because I'm learning while I'm procrastinating, right? So question number five, do you dream of planning a specific event one day? Do I have a dream event that I want to plan? So this is something that I've thought a lot about. And it's so hard to pick just one because every day I'm like, ooh, that would be really fun to do. Oh, this one would be really fun to do. Um, but I have, I have answers for both ends of the scale. I think I would either love to help plan a huge sporting event like the Super Bowl or the Olympics, or I would love to do like banquet fundraisers. I would say that, I always say that I would love to do any job in the industry. It's more of the company that I work for versus the position that I have that's more important to me. So fundraisers would be something that I'd be really passionate about. Uh, so yeah, either big sporting event or something really sophisticated and fancy. Either one, either one's great. <laughs> um, and then question number six, what sort of connections can you make in the event industry? 
Connections are really important in most industries, but especially in events, you work with a lot of venues, vendors, places that you will go back to for the rest of your career. So it's always good to build those good relationships with people. Um, but the stage that I'm in right now, I'm kind of just getting to know who's who in the industry and just trying to meet as many professionals as I can so I can learn from them, possibly get a job or two from them in the future. But even after you are established in the event industry as a professional, your connections, your networking can get you the help when you really need it. Uh, so yeah, those were the questions that I had time for, but I wanted to read two honorable mentions <laughs> that I got. Uh, the first one is, as an event planner, how would you handle one of your guests being abducted by aliens? <laughs> and for this one, I would say that is why we have emergency action plans in place <laughs> for things just like that. <laughs> and then the second one is what do you do if a guest wants to bring their pet squirrel to an event? When I read this one, I was just hoping that this is not from personal experience, that they had someone ask to bring their pet squirrel to an event. So I really don't have an answer for you, but I really hope it never happens to me. So that's all that I have for today. And thank you for tuning into this episode. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.